This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out. Hello, I pick up the phone. Fellow Schweig, where could I be? Episode. Believe it or not, I'm not home. better known as the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. What's going on, everyone? How's it going today? Uh, It's been a been a day for me. I've been really been been tired a lot. Uh, Just you know, uh, doing just fucking doing the usual thing. You know, I feel like I've been doing like maintenance on like. Every single guitar I own, which I don't have a lot, but I've seen like every one of them like has something I can work on. I think the bass, the bass is like the one that's good to go, which I play a lot of bass gigs, you know, to make money. And so I think that, you know, that's always a good thing. Um, that, that one's pretty good to go, but I'm always like questioning. This is like very boring for people who are not into uh, guitar shit, but like the act, my action on all my guitars is always wrong or bad or something like that. I don't know why I have that weird feeling. So if you don't know what action is, you're not a guitar player. Basically what action is on the guitar is basically if you hold a guitar in your hand, basically, and you feel how, how much area or how much you area between like the strings and like the neck, you know, you should know what the neck is. Like you press down on like, you know, you have to press down on the string to get it to make a noise. It's like how much effort and like how tall is it and how much like, you know, effort you're going to have to put it in to push it down. So a lot of people like very low action because it's very, you know, it's, you know, it's very easy, which I, you know, I would love to get all beginners to kind of have like an action or maybe some of every guitar player has like a preference on it. I generally like a low action on a guitar. I prefer low action, but I don't mind it a little bit higher to, you know, like there's like a comfortable, I don't mind it being too, too low to the fretboard either. You know, I just like, there's like a sweet spot for me and I, that might just me specifically me. And, uh, I'm talking about it, but I feel like I've been like working on all of my guitars, like nonstop, uh, these past few, like this past week, honestly, since the beginning of the year, because, I had to like figure out wiring issues on one of them. And then the other one I wanted to, then I have another guitar, which is like my project right now, which is uh, basically taking a really like a guitar I got for a hundred dollars and turning it into 
my next signature model, which, you know, signature models are for people like John Mayer, uh, even like Tom DeLonge, has signature guitars. I'm like, why do I need one? I don't know, but I want one. And uh, basically, I'm basically getting to the point where I can. I just got to, and I also like have like a million songs I'm trying to finish too. So that is just basically uh, a nightmare, a nightmare. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. So uh, that's, you know, that's just another thing uh, too. But uh, but anyways, though, welcome to Cancel Schwizzy, folks. For those of you still, still here, didn't click off on the first two minutes, um, you know, assuming you... Oh, two minutes, three minutes, assuming you did not fast forward through our, our first ad, Novilla Mattresses. I know, I know how the ads go. I, I'm the, I'm the, I'm a producer on this show too. I'm also the star, uh, which you can be a producer. You should be a producer on your own stuff. Like, you know, if it's like a project for that person, like they should be a producer and like, and if you put executive, we all know what executive producing is too, like. You know, we're giving you all the credit. And it's like, an executive producer could be doing a lot of fucking work. Then at the same time, uh, it's not. Like, I think Stan Lee was, like, a uh, uh, executive producer. And on, like, most, a lot of old Marvel shit, you know? Like, if you watch anything from, like, the 2000s, uh, I recently watched the, like, what was it? The Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, because I was told it was the the best probably the best animated iteration of Spider-Man. I'm like, but I was a big 90s kid fan. I love that 90s show. Uh, but then I watched the show. I'm like, this show is a lot better. And uh, Uncle Ben was played by... Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. That's right. Ed Asner. Ed Asner played Uncle Ben. Rest in peace, Ed Asner. And rest in peace, the other guy who reminds me of Ed Asner, who says stuff like... That's my hole. That's where it spits. Really want to think about you, too. But anyways, though, welcome to Cancel Sweezy, the only podcast that shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. I fucked your mom. You know, I've been thinking about that. So the Super Bowl, so I recorded on Monday, it comes out Wednesday. So the previous Sunday from whenever you, from when this episode was made uh, was Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, that's why today, last week, I probably should have done like a football-themed episode. I forgot, I don't keep up with football. Like, in the fact that I don't live far from the Kansas City Chiefs should get me excited to root for them, but I do could not give any, any fucks about them. Honestly, I was more curious about what, like, trailers Marvel Studios you know, was going to drop. And also, the Flashpoint trailer was fucking insane. I'm like, I don't, you know, Flashpoint, like, I know the real... I know I've read the actual story, Flashpoint, and if you don't want to read it, there is a, if you have HBO Max or Home Box Office Maximum, you can log on to your account and you can watch like Flashpoint. It's like an animated movie, but apparently, but apparently it's uh, shot for shot, almost like the exact same comedy. But anyways, though, it's like basically the Flash goes back in time to save his mom. He comes back to the future and uh, things were fucked up. Uh, anyways, though, but the movie's coming out soon, but yeah, the Flash trailer, uh, I, I, I think it's gonna be a solid goodbye to all the Snyderverse fans, you know, which, you know, I like those movies, and I think Batman v Superman 
is better than people make it out to be. And uh, you should also watch. The, make sure you watch the ultimate version. If you watch the ultimate version, because the, the whole idea is like things are kind of confusing going into it. Like, what's going on? What's you know, you know, why does Batman want to take down Superman? Uh, Superman's you know wanting to take down Batman, and then like in like the whole thing is like triggered by Lex Luthor. So I think the Ultimate Edition. Uh, is the best one. But also, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer looks good too, but kind of seems like the Guardians trailer is very separated from the rest of the Marvel Universe. More separated than I think Moon Knight is, just because like, it just seems like a lot of those people are James Gunn loyalists and are like, this is definitely my last Marvel film. Like, uh, Dave Bautista, he's like, it can't get in the way, but then he's gonna move over to DC, play some fucking character. Yeah, it's funny. But anyways, though, uh, the reason why this podcast is the shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat, I fucked your mom, is because I heard, aka I saw someone on TikTok, uh, like, it was just like a joke fucking thing, but it was like, Blink-182 at the, the Super Bowl halftime show, and they started, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, farts, turd, and twat. I fucked your mom. You know, they start off a fucking family reunion. Uh, and that, and then, you know, they do some Blink songs. And then I started thinking after that, Blink-182 at the Super Bowl. Who's gonna, you know, they always add other artists to the Super Bowl, too. Uh, so then I thought, oh, uh, okay, so Machine Gun Kelly's probably gonna come out. Like, obviously, Machine Gun Kelly's gonna be at the Super Bowl. Uh, and everyone's gonna be mad about that. But everyone, everyone already hates, like, the halftime Super Bowl uh, performance anyways, so why are people, like, you, you, if you hate it, why are you, it's like, you know, you hate something, but you watch it, you know, it's like, I've just learned, you know, when I watch a show, I'm like, this show sucks, but then also, I'm like, I'm also invested in the characters, start getting invested in characters, people, that's how you grow, grow up, but I know, so I was thinking, Machine Gun Kelly, I was trying to think of who else, um, I mean, if, if, Considering that we're now in the era where Tom is now back in the band, if it was Matt Skiba playing the Super Bowl, it'd be super fucking weird. I don't know. Just that, you know, you know, I don't know. Just, even then, like the Matt Skiba days of Blink, I like California. I like Nine, but you know, it's 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 like it's a collaboration between. It's like a the bassist and drummer from Blink One Eighty Two, and the singer in Alkaline Trio. You know, it's just like a. It's kind of like that. So, you know, it was weird. But anyways, no, they, I guess they could get Matt Skiba to come back. He sings one song. I get, Oh, yeah, so maybe making, like, Alkaline Trio, you know, combining. They could do one of the one Matt Skiba ones. Dark Sides, I think, Dark Sides one of the more, like, Matt Skiba-focused songs. They could play California, too. Save your breath. I'm ne- I think that's Matt Skiba. The problem with the Matt Skiba days is sometimes it's hard. Cause Matt Skiba has a normal voice. Like, it's just a normal, great singing voice. And then you have Tom DeLonge and Mark Hoppus uh, hopping on. Drastically, Mark is very, like, monotone, low, low singing. Tom's, like, more high, but, like, enunciation's weird. Like, his, he's just from California. It's like, California accent, Tom DeLonge. Like, that's the accent. So I can see that. So maybe, so it'd be Alkaline Trio, Blink-22, and then Machine Gun Kelly would have to come out. Uh, maybe Machine Gun Kelly doing one of his songs he did with fucking Lil Wayne. That would be, that'd be the fucking Super Bowl halftime show to end all Super Bowl halftime shows. Uh, I am wearing uh, my referee shirt today uh, for the podcast. And I think, I, like I said, it was because 
Last week I should have made a football episode. This week I should have just uh, and this week I should have just kept it Valentine's. But regardless, though, we're here now. This is uh, you know, this is the type of guy you get uh, for the most part. But you know, the superb owl, which everyone was tweeting yesterday, um, superb owl. Everyone, you know, uh, you know, people were talking about like the referees were on the chief side. I'm like, I didn't watch the game, so I can't really uh, tell you there. But what what in your mind makes you want to go? Like, I want to be a referee. Or I guess you're watching sports, like, making calling a shot. I'm like, I could have called that shot. And like, that should be me. You know, like, when musicians, it's like, it was, I saw a meme. It was like, the football player who goes to a football game. It's like a guy in, like, his, like, his football costume, you know, uh, out on stage. And then it's like, it's like a musician at a concert and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, but you're like a referee. We're going back to the referee nonsense. And with the referee, Tim was like, you know what? I really just want a lot of people to hate me. I just want, I just want people to just fucking, when they see me, just disgust runs through their bodies. That's why I've decided to become a referee. I'm like, I, you know, there's probably some referees out there who will tell me why they like doing it. But at the same time, like, why, you know, you referee, you're like, kind of not feel like you should be loyal. And I think the whole idea of, like, football teams is, like, you're loyal to this specific area of existence. And that's why your football team from that area is your favorite, you know. And there's, you know, there's the there's what? the reasoning for that. Uh, but then you're just like a referee and you have to stay neutral as a referee. You're like, I just want everyone to hate me. You know, it's like a fetish. It's like a fetish of like, I want everyone in this world to hate me. And that's, you know, that's, uh, that's just science right there. I want everyone to hate me. That's what, you know, that's what the fuck referees are, uh, for the most part. Uh, like I should say, um, follow my music. It's where you stream music at. I was told you shouldn't say every streaming service. Just like you stream music, you're like I'm on this random one. I'm gonna try to be there. You know, tell me, tell me if I'm out there. Uh, you know, also check me out on social media. You know the social medias. I'm on all of them. And uh, if I'm active, is the question at the Shweezy. I've made it simple everywhere. I was the foreplay king on TikTok, but I changed it to the Shweezy because I wanted to make things simple uh, for everyone. I like that. Um, and shit like that. Uh, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Last week I played Game Boy games. I'm not sure what I'm going to do this week or if I'll stream this week. I, I'll probably stream this week, but then I'm trying to figure out what to do, you know, with the Twitch, with the Twitch streams. Go check it out every Thursday. Uh, I think 8 p.m. Central time. Uh, but I, you know, it's a little earlier, later. Uh, you know, like the adult diapers, it depends. <laughs> so... Like that, but if you have an Amazon Prime account, connect to your Twitch account. You get a Twitch Prime. Typically, to, uh, to subscribe to someone on Twitch is five dollars, but with that, you get one free. And why not help out Daddy Sweezy? I like that. Uh, we also have our Patreon page. You can donate to, uh, which is really cool. It's basically just a tip jar this moment. And uh, make sure you do all the free shit. If you're on an audio platform, make sure you go check out our YouTube page. We are really trying to build up that YouTube page, folks audio stats are good you know it's always like put in more and i think the audio the audio sides you know uh more it's always just like it's good but you know we always want more growth uh but that's we need to help infiltrate the youtube algorithm uh make sure you subscribe to the show and like the episodes and highlights over on there share the highlights with your friends that way because that way you don't have to send out a random ass time marker for something i talk about 
and uh, in an episode. That's rough, buddy. And uh, yeah, leave a review or give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. So uh, yeah, come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Uh, I've been thinking a lot. I've just been. I wrote a lot of notes down for the beginning of the show. Um, been thinking a lot about the Ratatouille situation. Uh, what Ratatouille situation? I realize there's a lot of Ratatouille situations. Me right now talking about it. Uh, it's the situation. Here's the situation I've been thinking about. It's this idea of like, all right, you pretend like you're talking to like one of your friends, you know, and it's like an ultimate, you know, it's like a, you know, you're doing a would you do this type of situation, you know, like, or would you, you know, it's kind of like a would you rather, but like, would you do this? All right. So I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have the best meal of your entire life. You're never going to have a meal as good as this one unless you go to this place. Uh, it brings back childhood memories. It like heals your soul, kinda. Like it, it does healing to your soul when you eat at this restaurant. Uh, when you when you want to go and eat here, and you're like, all right, yeah, I'll eat here. What's the catch? The catch is, it's all cooked by a rat. And that's that's the moment I think. Um, I'm like, all right. Because the first thing I think, I think about the COVID vaccine, you know. Uh, for those of us uh, alive during the pandemic, I don't know what fucking two-year-olds listen to the show. Um, but uh, for those of you, think about it. You're, well, what was I saying? It's like, okay, fuck, god damn it. I forgot my train of thought. Um, thought about, this was Ratatouille, and your train of thoughts is, oh, no, no, we'll go back to the train of thoughts because I'm like, all right, what information do we know about the rat? And you're like, well, oh, no, why I brought COVID was because uh, that, you know, I got my vaccine, fair. I got, okay, so for those of you who don't remember, uh, right after Joe Biden got elected president, uh, basically all the, all the votes came in, and I was like, Joe Biden, everyone wanted Joe Biden to be president. Um, it was like a day or two after that, they're like, we found a COVID vaccine. Uh, <laughs> what? Because uh, everyone's like, they found it the day after Trump got, got killed for president or whatever. Anyways, though, so like how that happened is basically the FDA, it was like an emergency type of thing. Or like they have proof it works and whatever, but it hasn't really been approved by the FDA. So it's like basically just like, yeah, this basically is good. Uh, we don't have any reason not to, but the FDA still has to do like a big review on it or whatever. And so basically if you got like a vaccine early on, it was pretty, it was pretty much like, uh, you're still taking a chance with this. I got mine like, so April, 2021 versus, uh, November, 2020, uh, that's how long it took for me, and I was like, well, you know, millions of people have gotten already, and uh, parents both got it. That's like my two DNA factors, you know, right there, and, you know, they, you know, they were fine, so I was like, you know what, given the chances, you know, after that, I'm like, I'm good. So that's why I think about Ratatouille, which I went on way too long of a rant, about why Ratatouille, I would eat at that restaurant, because I'm like, I guess a lot of other people eat there too, and they're not sick, so like, if the chefs are rat, I don't think that's really the worst part of the scenario. So that's what I thought there. Anyways, in the, in the, that. I also want to say Valentine's Day. A lot of people are like, fuck Valentine's Day, fuck your love. I'm like, first of all, um, I'm going to try to do the meme right. 
no bitches. I'm going to mean that. I'm going to make sure I mean that. Um, so it's like, no bitches, but also, like, I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't let relationships define who I am as a person. So I'm like, yeah, I don't care. You know, I'd rather date no one than someone I hate, you know. You know, sort of shit like that. So that's Valentine's Day. So Because this is a Valentine's Day episode. We're going to get more into Valentine's Day. But we have to get into a previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking? It's just fucking last week right now. Shut the fuck up. What? This is the type of guy you get. I identify as a fucking... There we go. We got it eventually. Um, uh, basically, with how we're set up right now, I'm just going to go, uh, as Philip Franco would say... Let's just jump into it. Uh, this is from France24. No clue what that website is. Amsterdam bans cannabis on red light district streets. Amsterdam city authorities said Friday they are banning cannabis smoking in the streets of the red light district from mid-May as part of efforts to curb criminality and antisocial behavior. The measure comes amid wider efforts to restrict drinking hours and bring forward closing times of cafes, bars, restaurants, and brothels as the municipality cracks down on huge antisocial behavior problems. Um, prostitution is illegal in the Netherlands and Amsterdam City's center brothels rank as the tourist attraction, but rising urban crime in part of town, which is a magnet for youthful night owls, has for some years led police to label the area a square kilometer of misery. Under Dutch law, the sale of cannabis is tolerated in coffee shops as long as they abide by strict conditions, but it is an offense to possess, sell, or produce more than five grams of the drug. Residents are very upset at mass tourism and abuse of alcohol and drugs in the street, particularly at night, a municipality statement explains. Tourists equally attract street dealers, which leads to criminality and insecurity, the statement added. If the latest restrictions fail to have the desired effect, authorities warn they will extend them to coffee shop terraces. Um, I don't know. This is just, like, really funny to me. Uh... Like so basically, uh, we just—I'm I'm staying in Missouri right now. Weed just became legal in Missouri. Like, it can't became legal in December, and it was like, yeah, weed's legal. But then also, for dispensaries already open because basically, I'll tell you this: uh, it was medical was fine for a minute, and then now they legalized it for like recreational use, and so like. There was a two-month waiting period because, like, all, like, a uh, license or whatever had to be, you know, approved and shit like that. Basically, it's, I always see, I've been told it's, like, a liquor license, you know? It's like, yeah, it's because it's like, oh, alcohol became legal in your state. Um, uh, we got to update someone's liquor license. It's it's very dumb fucking shit like that, you know? So now weed's legal in Missouri, and I'm, like, figuring out the laws and smoking more. And I'm going to be honest with you, we're enough minutes into the episode uh, I'm going to have to tone back that shit because I'm, like, sleeping way too much. And uh, I'll tell you, you shouldn't be sleeping all day. Folks, that's called depression. And you shouldn't have depression from drugs. But, like, Amsterdam, like, for the kids, probably don't get it. But, like, I don't know. I think we're getting to a point now it's, like, Amsterdam was the place, like, you travel to Amsterdam uh, to do weed. As I would say, to do, to do weed, and it's you know, and now they're like, we want to cut back on that shit, and it's like they they're very lax drug rules, and I think they're just now at a point where we're like, we can't fucking take this shit anymore. 
uh, it's killing us. Uh, so it's probably Amsterdam's just going to become a normal place very soon. So like that. Yeah. And it's like, it was weird because I went to an actual, dis- I figured I fucking, this is fucking, uh, the most juvenile shit you'll ever hear. So, or just, just the nonsense you'll hear from me. Uh, it's a Pajitsky effect. I'll call it that. This is a Pajitsky effect. So basically, I, you know, I'm not like a longtime weed smoker, but I've been going to the dispensary since it's became legal in my state. Basically, I'll go in, you know, and I was thinking like, I need to get a vape. But then you're like, you have to research everything you need for a vape. And like, okay, you need the battery and then it's the cartridge. So you go to, you know, the dispensary and you look at like dispensaries and you're like, oh, so you have grinders, you have, you know, you know, papers to roll joints and shit like that. And then you think, you're like, what? You know, it's always so expensive here. And then you realize, I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's like, they upcharge it, you know, like liquor stores do with like mixers and stuff like that. Like Sprite is a lot cheaper at a grocery store, but at the liquor store is going to be a lot more. I'm like, oh, I just realized that. So yeah, I bought like a battery for a vape, for like a cartridge the other day. And I'm like, I was just told to go to the smoke shop. I'm like, yeah, this is like, like 50% cheaper than like what you get at like uh smoke shop anyways though that's fun amsterdam guys are doing guys are doing stuff you're doing things cool all right this is from movieguides.org and uh, i'm gonna be honest with you this is probably not a good source but i saw this was funny and i leave it in anyways this is football news so for those of you who like a football we got something for you kansas city chiefs mascot wants to be the hands and feet of Jesus. That's rough, buddy. Dan Mears, the Kansas City Chiefs mascot, is gearing up for the Super Bowl, a job that he sees as a way to share his Christian faith. I've met so many great people, and the Lord just opened up so many opportunities for me to go out and hopefully just try to be the hands and feet of Jesus in this world. That's my goal, Mears said, reflecting on his time as a mascot. Mears began his mascot career as a student of the University of Missouri, where he was Truman the Tiger. This led to an offer to be Fred Bird, the St. Louis Cardinals mascot, followed by the opportunity to be to star the mascot program for Kansas City. In 2013, his time as a mascot almost cost him his life. When a stunt went wrong, Mears broke his ribs and a vertebrae suffered a collapsed lung and fractured his tailbone. His recovery process gave him a chance to think about his faith. The hard thing about pain is it will make you into someone you don't want to be because it makes you self-focused. And he said at of that time, all you can focus on is your pain. I don't want my focus to be on me. I want my focus to be number one on the Lord and number two on those around me. During his recovery, Mears fo- chose to focus on staying positive and being grateful for his blessing. There's a lot of joy in the Christian life, he explained. It, it drives me crazy when I meet Christians who walk around like they've been sucking on a lemon. I made up my mind. I didn't want to be that guy, you know. If we want people to be a attracted to our savior we can't go walking around like we've been sucking on a lemon in addition to his work as a mascot beers also spread his faith through speaking engagements we can use the choice we make to make an impact not only in our lives but more importantly in the lives of others he shared i believe as christians that's what we're called to do that god didn't put us on the earth to make a living but us here to make an impact so 
you know, I didn't read this article before I prepped it for the show. And I'm going to say, my first thought was, let's break down his religious beliefs. It looks like he, and you know, his religious beliefs came from like a very traumatic accident. You know, it came from an accident that was probably not good for him. Like, it probably did not... Uh, yeah, this was not good for him. Because, I don't know, so I I grew up in the church, you know? I was like, you know, I was raised that way and shit like that. And so that's where I come to question it, you know? Like, when you're, like, when you're raised in it and you decide to leave it, you know, there's, like, leaving it, like, you know, leave it where it's like, your parents go, but you didn't really get into it. Or versus me, who got really into it and now has shit to say. Uh, you know, it's like, we have words to say, but then then you hear people like who had like a tragic accident and then they chose God afterwards and shit like that. It's hard, it's hard to talk to them. And hard to talk to them, it's like, I'm not telling you you're dumb or whatever, but like, you know, we have... Uh, I'm not an atheist, I do want to say that. Uh, what do I believe in? I don't fucking know. That's what I'm telling you. It's like, I'm, what do you believe in? Question mark. That's uh, the idea of just questioning everything, you know? That's all I can really say. But then, like, you get on a plane, you know, and I don't fly a lot, so when I'm on a plane, you know, you're like, the atheism leaves your body for a second, <laughs> you know, to make it up in the air, and when it lands, you know, when you're landing down, you're like, the atheism, le- atheism leaves your body again, like, let's make it safe. But I was like, let the let the pilot not be a Christian though, because remember Left Behind when the when the Christian just got vanished, he got raptured and just vanished away. You know, the pilot they have two pilots. Wasn't it like two pilots on a plane? And it's called, they're called co-pilots. It's like they're both doing the same job, uh, and it's weird to say co-pilot because it sounds like it's a lesser thing. But uh, they're just like we're both the pilots of this plane. Uh, one of us is gonna fly it. And then one of us is going to fly it if the other person has any sort of trouble flying it. <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> Shit like that. You're like, both of them are Christians? Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're all dead. Um, anyways, though, goddamn, what's going on with my hair today? Um, anyways, though, um, I don't think I have anything good to say about that, but uh, it's a good thing the Chiefs won. And uh, yay, God. You know, yay, God, if... It's not for killing gays, you know, and hating black people. Patrick Mahomes, he's part black. He's definitely not full black, but, like, he's part black. And then it's weird, like, some racist people I know who are just like, I love football, fucking Patrick Mahomes, my homie. I'm just like, all right, then you got to stop saying racist shit, you know. I don't know how to do that. Anyways, though, this shirt makes me look fat, so we're moving on. This... I just read it. I read the article. It's from Newsweek. We're going to say it's from Newsweek. I just read the title, and it's already got me going. That's rough, buddy. Wyoming limiting child marriage sparks Republican outrage. Uh, Man proposes and God disposes. That's true. The Wyoming Republican Party is seeking to kill a bill working its way through the state legislature, proposing to raise the state's legal marriage age to 16 arguing that putting arbitrary limits on child marriage interferes with parental rights and religious liberty. The bill, which already passed the Republican-controlled Wyoming House of Representatives on a 36-25 to vote last month, proposes banning state residents from marrying anyone under the age of 16.
2016. While requiring anyone over the age of 18 speak, uh, seeking to get married to receive written consent from their parents under the eye of a com competent witness. Uh, the debate has been a long-standing one in Wyoming. Currently, Wyoming is one of just eight states in the country, including California, Michigan, Mississippi, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Washington, and West Virginia, with a minimum age requirement for marriage, and it currently ranks among the top 10 states in the country for child marriages, according to a 2021 study by advocacy groups Unchained at Last. Efforts to raise the age of marriage in the state have consistently stalled for years now, retired Grammy Democratic Representative Charles Pelkey uh, sponsored legislation to raise the age of marriage to 18 only to fail with every effort. The Wyoming Republican Party, however, is urging its constituents to oppose it not because the bill is too weak, but because it's believed the bill stood to rob their constituents of constitutional rights in ways the seemingly harmless bill did not immediately make clear. Uh, to make the point, the party shared materials in a Thursday evening email to constituents containing talking points from Wyoming Family Watch, a religious lobbying group organized by a conservative pastor in the state. Among other points, the letter argued that preventing children under 16 years old from marrying denies the fundamental purpose of marriage, robbing teen parents from the ability to remain together under one roof for any children they may might bear together, even though nothing in state law would prevent those children from co-parenting. Uh, leave off yeah okay since young men and women may be physically capable of begetting and bearing children prior to the age of 16 marriage must remain open to them for the sake of those children the post reads the sad fact that physically physical maturity often does not match emotional intellectual maturity is an indictment of our modern educational system this is a problem that should be addressed but we should not use it as an excuse to instant Instantiate bad law. Um, what? All right. So, so we're talking like. So the talking point is fucking. How old? Well, let's raise the age in which children should be allowed to get married. D didn't the country, the United States? I was over twenty one when this happened, so I didn't really know. This. So you used to be able to smoke at eighteen, but I think it's it's twenty one across the nation now. Uh, it's like, that's rough, buddy. Could you imagine, like, it, and you know, I don't, I don't know what that's gonna do raising a cigarettes to twenty one. You know, I'm a big believer. Just like it's weird because I was eighteen, like, my my eighteenth birthday happened like a week or so before my senior year of high school. So I was eighteen my entire senior year. And it was weird because like one time they're like, your mom needs to sign this. I'm like, I'm a legal adult. I should technically be able to sign this myself. You know. It's whatever. It's like, good thing I was like a good Christian kid back then. You know, it's like, uh, it's like my curfew was, my curfew was midnight in high school. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I hear kids are like, my curfew was way worse. Than I'm like, my curfew was midnight. And the worst I've ever come passing that was 1230. And usually because I lived in the middle of nowhere, it was usually uh, driving home a country friend, you know, and shit like that. And it's like, it's 1230, you know, and i Major, and I made it like every once in a while. I'd never had a problem with curfews. And so it's weird talking about it because my dad, he was the lightest sleeper ever. So I never like snuck out of the house, you know, like I never did. Like he would catch me. It's like, 
if like I went to the kitchen in the middle of the night, like he would wake up from it. Like I don't know how he was the, such a light sleeper. And then stuff like that. I'm like, I even told my mom, like now as like an almost 30 year old, I'm like, I've never I never snuck out of the house. Uh I told her that. I'm like, I never did. And it was because dad was such a light sleeper. I'm like, you know, and I'd come home and he'd be sleeping on the couch too, like make sure I came home. I'm like, I'll be I'll be fine, you know, if it's after that or whatever. I don't know. Uh but anyways though. I talk about how how much of a dumbass kid I was. Uh, kids should not be, you know, you know. I think twenty one's an old age for alcohol and shit like that. But it's like one of those things that, like, if you turn twenty one, like, you never have to worry about you know shit like that ever again. So like that. Um, let's you know let's keep it at eighteen because you're like I wanted to get married at sixteen, but I had to get married at eighteen because of the law. And you know what? That's fine, you know. After you're 16, you're like, I can get married as many times as I want, you know. Uh, that's not a good excuse. Uh, pedophilia is wrong and is bad, and I don't understand why everyone wants wants to date children so bad. I don't get it, but uh, some of you do. And, uh, you know, that's the price we pay. You know, the price you pay for uh, for nonsense, I guess. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy? only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor, Privacy, comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So this year for Black History Month, I wanted to go over you season four, part one. Okay. Um <sighs> This is not anything to do with black people. There are a couple, there are two black people in this season. Um, 
Marianne, and uh, some other chick who was literally, literally just a small role, like literally a small role. You, those of you who don't know, you is fucking you. That's that's who you are. No, there's a show on Netflix called You. It's been on since 2018, and I fucking love that show. What? Um, basically, it's about. Basically, it's. Is it really okay? Is it is it technically first person? I think for the most part it is really first person for the most part. You follow this guy named Joe. Now he is played by Penn Badgley. <clears throat> he was on Gossip Girl, and he's rumored to possibly be Reed Richards. If, if I swear to God, I I don't think he's gonna be Reed Richards. But I swear to God, in the two days before this episode posts, and then the highlights come, the highlight of this comes out. If Penn Badgley is not confirmed, um, or they confirm who Mr. Fantastic is, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Um, but anyways, though, no, Pat Badgley, you know, he's fucking a ter- terrific actor, and the fact, he, he's very, like, the fact that he's very handsome is honestly the worst part about how he portrays Joe Goldberg, the character he plays on the show. Joe is basically, um, basically the first season kind of sums up his characters, like, he found a girl he was really interested in, and uh, it, it was at his job where he works at a bookstore. And instead of letting fate figure that shit out, he put fate into his own hands and he stalked her. And uh, some of the stalking is okay. And some, a lot of it was not. A lot of it was not okay. And eventually his stalking allowed her to become boyfriend, become boyfriend, girlfriend, and shit like that. Uh, not to mention that uh, she had a fuckboy she was kind of hanging out with named Benji, and Joe killed Benji. That, okay, so, so he, he kills people, but, like, and then, but, like, you're following him as, like, the protagonist. But he should be an antagonist, but he's the protagonist, technically. So, basically, first season, like, if you haven't seen the first season, first of all, Elizabeth Lale, I actually like Pan Badgley and Elizabeth Lale as, uh, Mr. Fantastic and Z-Storm. But uh, anyways, though, basically the first season, I'm just going to sum it up. It's, it's been out for a while. Basically, Joe Goldberg falls in love with a girl named Beck, who's played by Elizabeth Lale. And basically, uh, they fall in love and eventually become a relationship, but he was stalking her so much beforehand. It's pretty fucking weird. And he ended up killing her fuckboy, Benji, and her best friend, Peaches. <laughs> Uh, also in the season two, and it's a book too. I, I got through the, I did read the book and by read the book, I mean, listen to the audiobook. And I got to the point where they were in Ikea and shit like that. Uh, so I just haven't finished it. Um, that's, that's the, that's really the reason where I still have the audiobook. Um, but anyways, though, yeah, so basically it goes from there and then, so basically, each season is a, like a summed up story that could lead into another story as well. But it's it's so funny that like because like I watch the show and I'm just like, how's Joe gonna get away with it this time? <laughs> like I see it as like a sitcom, but like Joe's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm like, why am I following this terrible person? And I think for me, it does have something to do with like I I, I have kind of like an interest. It's not something I have like I don't praise. Serial killers, those are really bad people. And they should be considered as really bad people. But I'm so interested in, like, heist 
and like thrillers and shit like that, you know. I love that shit where it's like if I could pull a heist, I would just for the idea of pulling a heist, not even for like the monetary reward. I just want to pull a heist cuz it's like cuz I'm so interested in like you know, the idea of like what went wrong, what did you do wrong, and like let's say if we could go back and change this, what would make it work? And so I get into like these serial killers, you know, Ted Bundy, uh, I'll give him as his example. That guy's a rascal. But anyways, what basically happened is Ted Bundy killed, basically, he's got at least 30-plus women uh, killed under him. And then, <clears throat> and you know, I'm like, that guy's terrible. How did you get to that number? You know, and so that's the, the you know, and I, you know, I don't remember any of the victims. That's the bad part. But anyways, though, like, you get to his numbers, and <clears throat> basically, I learned with, like, Ted Bundy, and, like, what got him caught and everything, and, like, the... The first couple times, you know, whatever. He escaped prison once, he got caught pretty quickly. But then he escaped prison a second time. And, you know, my mind, this is my mind. And I think, you know, if I if I killed all these women and shit like that, you know what? I'm going to start a new life, and guess what? Uh, you can't be killing women anymore. Exactly. But what did Joe, what did fucking, not Joe from the show, fucking uh, Ted Bundy do? Uh, he went and killed more women and did that sh- the same shit. So, you know, you should have learned your lesson the first time he got sentenced to prison for doing that shit. You were like, hey, you can't be killing women for your sexual pleasure. And what did he do? He escaped prison and he did that same shit again and got caught. You know, that's the thing. So I'm, all, I'm just so interested in, like, what... That was a long story short of, like, why am I so interested in that? I'm, I'm so interested in, like, heists and shit like that. And so with serial killers, like, how... How did it come to an end for them? And, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, it was just, like, a fucking chance. Like, it was so weird. I was just, like, just randomly one night, the cops came to his place, looked in, and he allowed a search, and uh, they found many human body parts. Um, Anyways, though, but, like, I feel like it was just yesterday. I was just talking about you season three, you know? Like, you know, that season, and, like, I talked about it on this podcast. I think I was just... I think one thing is I've been doing this podcast way too long, uh, but uh, I still don't want to stop. But, like, at the same time, it's like, didn't I just talk about season three and, like, 2022 was, like, a blur. It just slowly seems like a blur to me at this point. You know, my dad died, so that's, that's the reason why. And it's just like, oh, shit, it's almost been a year. And you're like, hmm, the world keeps turning, you know, regardless of what you think. Um so what what am I what's next in my notes? Uh, this season was actually weird. So we got we're season four, and I told you about season one. It was all about like, hey, this guy falls in love with a girl, and he loves her so much he has to kill her. Like he has to murder her. Like you know, you're like that. And you're like, how is Joe gonna do it this time, guys? Uh, but like this season, he does fall in love with a bitch. Like let's just bring it up here. He does fall in love with someone, but uh, that's not the main focus. She's not a really a problem. She's not really like the reason or any problem in the story. The, this season four, they decided to make it a whodunit, and I, I really do. I love this show. I love you, and I think I wanted to. You know, when you, it's the thing is, once you realize you like TV shows, you know, like you wanted to end and be contained as a masterpiece, as a huge How I Met Your Mother fan. How disappointed I am. So they made this season a whodunit kind of episode. Uh, Basically, you know, and basically the same shit happens for Joe everywhere he is. So Joe meets new people who force friendship upon him, which I have given that advice. But 
Maybe try to get to know people more. Don't just, like, let people be mysteries. Okay, you know? Sometimes mysteries need to be solved. If you've watched any Scooby-Doo, not Velma. I've not watched Velma. I'm not going to watch Velma. Okay? They, you know, I'm okay with changing races, but I feel like Shaggy, that's too much for me, you know? Changing Shaggy's race, that was too much, you know? Change Ariel's race, fine. You know how much I love redheads? I love redheads a lot. But, like, you change Shaggy's race, that's a problem. Uh, so, yeah, basically, let's go back to the show You. Uh, Joe get, gets unintentionally friendshiped with a bunch of people. Uh, then, like, the guy he was friends with who got him in, like, his apartment, too. So it's kind of like, a, yeah, I need to be friends with this guy. He got me a nice you know, place in London. First of all, this is his fourth fucking city. Like, <laughs> he had, like, his fourth fucking city. Uh... You know, so basically, I think the beginning of the season, the, his friend he had, the one who got him the apartment that Joe was probably like, I'm not going to kill this guy, you know, uh, was found stabbed on his table, um, and Joe got rid of the body, you know, because Joe's built different. Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. He was, he was built different, he's like, I know how to get rid of a body, and then the guy who was framing him caught on to that, and so he made a more elaborate plan. Um, so the, you know, these are like thrillers, whodunits, and I fucking love mysteries. Like y'all know Harry Potter's my shit, but like, you know, I'm, I'm very, I really love a good one when it, it makes you not think of what the actual answer is. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I bet some people are looking back now. They will call me a skeptic, a simp, a thought, a dumbass. but I will tell you this. When I watched the good place for, for, for the first time. I didn't realize they were in the bad place. I just thought shenanigans was going on. I was like, this is the bad place. That was a good twist, because that's a good twist I didn't see coming. But it's kind of like, when I watch shows like these whodunit shows, I do, and I've watched a lot of these, and and I think I'm just kind of stupid, and I enjoy the twist every time. And, you know, sometimes the twist they don't see coming, and they do a good job with that. But this guy was kind of like, he was there, and then he wasn't there, and he was there again. If you watch it, it's like five episodes. You'll finish it. You'll fucking finish it. It's Penn Badgley. Ladies, if you're listening to this, you see Penn Badgley, you're going to be fucking watching this show. I'm, I'm, I guarantee you're not worried about that. But anyways, though, it's kind of like, because I'm very, I like to like, you know, make my first guess. I'm like, it's never the person you think it is because the person you think it is at first is the next victim. And, uh, you know, when you're not the killer, it's okay to wait for the next victim unless it's you. Uh, but then it's like, yeah, this guy, he's kind of outside of it all, kind of like Joe too. And it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, like he hacks into his phone, uh, and shit like that, like leaves him messages and shit like that. I'm like, ah, man, how fast I would fuck it. I've been watching like the last of us too. I'm like, that's like a weird one because like when you get to like the current day, it's kind of like. Hey, just don't get infected. And if you haven't got infected by that point, it's like, you're good. I'll just do things that don't get me infected. You know, I have not had COVID. Knock, knock. And uh, I want to keep it that way. See if I just don't have COVID. Maybe I'm, I could actually be immune to COVID because I've had, I have shared joints with people who probably have COVID and I just got lucky or I'm built different. You know, I need to get, I'm built different. But in the meantime, ah, that's what you guys, what you, what you all getting. Uh, this shit, um, so like that, so yeah, I saw the twist at the end, I don't want to spoil it, I don't want to spoil the end of the five episodes, but, 
if you're if you're smoking and you see, you'll guess it too. Like if you're in who done it's like me, you'll you'll be like, that's not that interesting. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know, you're not like you're not like shocked, but you're like, that makes sense. You know, that's that's how it is. I'm like, I love to be shocked by that shit because I have been shocked by shit before. Uh, only murders in the building. Um, I wasn't shocked, but I didn't guess it either. Uh, it's always, yeah. What did I guess with that season? Uh, I was thinking it was Michael Rappaport's character involved, but then I, yeah, never mind though. But, uh, yeah, no. Anyways, though, so this is like the first part of seasons, which I loved what, how they did it with Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things is such a great show. And, uh, you know, and I've been watching it since one. And I haven't spoiled, you know, I, I once, story time, season two came out. I, I watched every episode, then left, like, what happened in the episode as a status on my Facebook. I lost a lot of Facebook friends that day, and a lot of college friends unfriended me on Facebook, which fucking sucks for you, because I could have hired you one day, but I don't know, you're, I'm not friends with you on Facebook anymore. So, it sucks to be you. Uh, so yeah, no, it, it was cool Stranger Things, you know, the current season, and, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious, you know, with how they settled it, I want to see how it ends, though, but I don't think I'm gonna give a shit as much as the ending, just considering how they set up this killer, because the whole, I guess the first part was setting up who this killer is, uh, there's some interesting tactics on, like, why they're using Joe for his specific needs, but, uh, after that, like, I'm not sure... Uh, what I'm supposed to think that because Joe literally like has no like he just falls in love with a bitch but like he's pretty quick to lose that connection with them so it's just like Joe could just literally just run away but this guy also seems like he has contact so curious how this will end uh, man proposes and God disposes uh, I'm I'm wondering if this will be another season of you or not but I feel like what is a good conclusion for the show you would it be Joe Goldberg going to jail or Joe Goldberg dying or Joe Goldberg just like being human? Like, that's an interesting question. How do you think it should end? That's a good question. It's Valentine's Day, so I thought, hey, I should be recording some Valentine's Day content. So let us begin by going over what the fuck BuzzFeed has in store for me, a single man almost 30, uh, who has no plans in the near future for settling down. So let's, let's see what's going on. Um, in, oh, fuck, no, let's, let's fucking, let me read the, don't read the picture. You gotta read the words. It's a BuzzFeed article. Uh, prepare some romantic meals to discover when you'll meet your true love. Let's play now. All right. What's for breakfast? We got heart-shaped waffles, berry pancakes, coffee with a foam heart, uh, jam, toast, eggs, donuts. Okay, so first of all, my breakfast is breakfasts, breakfasts. I don't know how you want to say them. They are always coffee, and with a foam heart is I don't do latte art, and I don't make lattes because lattes have sugar in them, and you gotta not be consuming much sugar. You know, be healthy like me, a referee. Um. But yeah, no, coffee's my breakfast, and like actual coffee, not like a, a coffee with a foam heart. That's a cap. That's a cappuccino. No, no, it's not a cappuccino because the cappuccino would be more foam. It's a latte with a foam heart made for it. Um, 
So it's like donuts. Yeah, you just you just bought those somewhere. No one's making home. No one makes homemade donuts. Like think about that. No one makes homemade donuts. Eggs. Eggs should be like eggs and bacon. And this is eggs and bacon in this. And like that should be your like every day. That should. That's what you eat every day. That's what you should be eating every day. Probably not bacon, but if you're into eggs, I don't like eating eggs. I don't know. I think I had bad scrambled eggs when I was a kid, and it's really. I have weird eating problems. And, uh, yeah, eggs is what people, normal people should be eating. Uh, berry pancakes. If your partner likes berry pancakes. Like, I just recently learned my mom, like, prefers pies over cake. And I've been making her cakes for her birthdays forever. And I'm like, I'll make you a pie this year. I'm like, why would I not make you a pie if, pie, if you prefer pie over cake? And, you know. Anyways, though, we're going with the heart-shaped waffles because that's romantic as fuck. And they look like they're from fucking Waffle House. Um, all right, lunchtime. Think about our lunchtime meal, folks. Uh, we got berries, a heart shape, a heart sandwich, salad, ramen, chips and dip, and watermelon. Okay, so I'm gonna just eliminate all of these because I have a passion in my heart. Berries, that's not a fucking lunch. That's fucking, you're going on a hike. Okay, that's berries. Okay, sometimes it's good berries, but not. Um, heart sandwich, um, I don't like Panera, you know, I, you know, Panera's a ripoff. The only person in the world that really actually enjoys it is my brother. People like him. And that's not like, it's questioned if I should breed. I just want to say that, um, ramen, like that's a fucking dog. That's less than like $2. You buy a big old fucking box of it. Like that's how you live. That's how you be poor folks. That's how you be poor. You're not going to be fucking poor for your soulmate. You don't act poor for your soulmate, they get married, then they know you're poor. Chips and dip, that's the fucking best one. That's probably that's probably the best one. The other one's watermelon. That's a fucking fruit dessert. That's it's not sure. Like if you really if she really likes watermelon, go for the watermelon. If not, chips and dip. Fucking cheese, deep fried chips, salt, you know? Want chips and dip, folks. Uh, what do you want for dinner? We got lasagna, French onion soup, pasta. Ravioli, steak, and a heart pizza. Now, um, what does part of me feel like I'm the one making this dinner? Uh, oh yeah, I fucking hate French onion soup. Fuck that shit. Pasta, uh, depends on what the pasta is mixed with. You can't just be like, we're eating pasta. I'm like, well, is there a sauce or whatever? Marinara. Are we eating spaghetti? I'm like, okay, we have a problem there. I'm like, like there is a legit. Problem. Ravioli. Good questions there. Is it Chef Boyardee? Is it Valentine's If it is it Valentine's Day? And are you literally making Chef Boyardee for your significant other? Change directions of your life. Steak, no, that's a good one, but I, I that's the thing, though. What do you want for dinner? That's the question. We got pe- heart heart pizza. Now, Sweezy's, uh five cheese lasagna could be four. I I'll I can add as many cheeses. I'll make it an eight cheese lasagna. If you don't shut the fuck up. Um, is famous, but you know that means me making dinner. But like going out, though, it would go between a steak and a pizza. And do I like steak more than pizza? 
No, I fucking love pizza more than steak. And I like steak. I love steak. And you know what? When I'm on a low-carb diet, I will always go for steak. But in this instance, I'm going with the heart pizza. Choose a treat to end the day. Lava cake, conversation hearts, uh, red velvet cupcakes, eclairs, chocolates, strawberry shortcake. Okay, so thinking of this situation, first of all, the conversation hearts... I've never tasted a good one of those. I guess they're marshmallows now, but they were like, when I was a kid, they were like a chalky type of candy, you know? And like, you only took a certain amount of chalky type of candy before you're like, I want real candy. So, conversation hearts are out. Claire's, that's the fucking shit that George Costanza eats out of a trash can. We're not going with fucking Claire's either. Uh, chocolate, yeah, you just had that fucking laying around, or whatever, you're like, yeah, you want some chocolate, I, I got it from work, you know, it was a fucking work bonus, so the real options in this are lava cake, red velvet cupcakes, and strawberry shortcake, and, uh, the strawberry shortcake looks bought, so we're gonna go no from that, even though I probably said it wrong, we're gonna go with that, red velvet cupcakes and lava cakes, now, I'm gonna say here, you're, you're with your honeys, you're taking them, her, on a romantic evening. You take her to Applebee's, obviously. Like, you're not taking her anywhere else. You're clearly taking her to Applebee's. And you get her the lava cake. And the lava cake is what wins you over. And that's why you get a very sad hand job. That's what happens to you. So you're going with the lava cake. All right, here we go. Wait, you can't end the day without a drink. You figured it out. You didn't know I had a pro. I didn't have any problems before this. You knew. Uh, so we got wine. Okay, we got a cocktail. We got just water for me, champagne, coffee, and a milkshake. First of all, uh, it's too late for coffee. We all know that. When women are like, "You want to come up to my place for a cup of coffee?" I'm like, "It's two in the morning." No, I don't want a fucking cup of coffee. Like, if you're trying to have sex with me. Don't go for cup of coffee, because that one won't work. George Costanza even also said it best, second time. He'd be like, if I drink coffee, I'll be up all night. You know, that's why you don't offer coffee. Milkshake, are you fucking 12? Are you fucking 12? If 12-year-olds had houses, but they also, like, couldn't buy alcohol till 21, they'd be like, you want to come over to my house for a milkshake? That's what they'd fucking say. And so we're not going with a milkshake either. Champagne, this is the fucking New Year's Eve. Just water for me. Are you fucking just boring that's the word boring so it's like a cocktail wine champagne i guess champagne would be considered i go with wine because i would say a, a women like wine i like wine dude fucking a guy's like i don't like wine shut the fuck up fragile masculinity comes in the form of men who say they don't like wine we all like wine. It's just fucking fruit juice. Sometimes a little sour than you remember, but you can shut the fuck up. That's also what you can do. So we're all going with wine. You're a fucking adult. Most question, pick a cute animal to cuddle with. Dog, cat, chinchilla, just a teddy bear, uh, rabbit, and guinea pig. First of all, um, the only cuddly alive things that are worth cuddling with are the dog and the cat. The cat is 50-50. We don't know if it'll cuddle with you. But there's nothing better than coming home. You know, you're high, you're drunk out of your mind. 
you're just like in the right mental space and you see an animal it's the fucking best and dogs are the best because they'll come to you and want you at first and they'll regret it but they won't move so that's why we pick dogs what's our what's calculating the results let's see what's going on here we're gonna meet our fucking match on valentine's day so i'm fucking excited that's tomorrow uh the day this comes live will become true and next week if i talk about getting a girlfriend uh then it's real and if it's not real uh buzzfeed is a bunch of crocs so that's that we also got tell me how you really that's how they spelled it. I'm just reading what I heard. It's a lot of ease. Really feel about Valentine's Day. Okay. I'll tell you how I really feel. I've told you all already that uh, I don't base my personality or my life successes on meeting a woman. And uh, now I'm going to answer a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> F- fucking BuzzFeed quiz. BuzzFeed quiz about it. Tell me how you really feel about Valentine's Day. Chocolate or flowers? First of all, I'm a man. Fuck flowers. I don't give a shit. I I really, you know, I'll understand, like, why do women not want sex from their husband? I'm like, I'll get that. Why do women like flowers? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't. I can't figure it out. So I'm going with chocolate. Let's see what's here. We got 55% chocolate, 45% flowers. So more men are on BuzzFeed than women. That's a good, you know, that's that's a weird, that's a weird answer. Maybe I should get off this website. All right, choose one. Okay, I'll choose one. Jewelry or stuffed animals? <laughs> Jewelry or stuffed animals? Why is this a fucking thing? Okay, I'm going to tell Ladies, if you're really into stuffed animals... And a guy offers you the option between choosing between stuffed animals or jewelry. Still pick the jewelry because you can sell the jewelry and buy a lot more stuffed animals. So we're going with jewelry uh, for obvious reasons, okay? 60%, 40% stuffed animals. That's also a big question here, folks. Uh, well, how are dumb are people with money? All right, choose one, Valentine's or Galentine's. Now, a Valentine's Day would be me with someone I love. Uh, Galentine's Day would be me going out for lunch with a bunch of friends who are women who I am also not attracted to. Fatter fatter women tend to celebrate Galentine's Day. So if I'm going to like choose between Galentine's Day, hanging out with a bunch of fat chicks, or Valentine's Day, hanging out with a woman who will definitely have sex with me. We're going with Valentine's Day. That is for sure. Which would you, which would you rather do on V-Day? Um, I hope that has nothing to do with World War II. I hope we're talking V-Day means Valentine's Day. Stay in or go out? Okay, that's a good question. Because you think going out would be like the best option. You think you what you want to do. Shit like that. But it's like... So my initial answer would be go out, but the idea of going out would mean that there's like, hey, like maybe there's a thing going on that we can go to and shit like that, and we can have fun and do something like that. Like go out, like if that's the case, yes, go out is my answer. However, if it's go out, like we're going to go to a restaurant and we're going to eat a meal and we're going to spend money, we're going to kind of look nice, and then we're going to go home. 
Like, no, I don't want to do that. But if, like, it's like a go out, you know, it's like, you know, every uh, Valentine's Day, this place does this, you know, and shit like that. And, like, it's a cool event. Like, yeah, let's do that. But if it's, but if it's, like, have a fancy meal and shit like that, I'd rather stay in. But, like, then you have kids and shit like that. Like, Valentine's Day, I'm like, do Valentine's Day? Not on Valentine's Day. That's a life hack for you. If you want to do have a romantic evening, uh, do it any other day of the week or any other day of the year but Valentine's Day. Um, that's my option. I'm so I would rather just stay if we're if it's gonna be a nice meal, I'd rather make it. But if it's a like go out to but if it's you know, go out to dinner thing, like yeah, you know. So stay in. That's my answer. Sixty three percent stay in. I think there's a lot of guys doing these. I think there's more guys on BuzzFeed than women. Oh, that's the scary part. Choose one, pink or red. Uh, you know, I've been liking, I've been kind of wanting, I've been liking Machine Gun Kelly's guitars, you know, because they're like, the first guitar since like a very good Tom DeLonge guitar that's only had like a pickup in the bridge, so, you know, I'm going to go with pink today, I could have changed it to red another day, but we're going with pink today. Pink 49, red 51, look at a pretty close, close color, you know, shit like that. It's fun, and uh, my mom hated me. I had a shirt. I wanted a pink shirt when I was getting no. I eventually got a pink shirt, but it was like ten reasons why tough guys were pink. One of them shirts, and she liked that. Uh, Paris or Florence? Um, Paris, Paris, Texas, or Florence, Texas? You pick. You pick Par- Paris, Missouri, or Florence, Missouri? You pick the two. Uh, I'm just gonna pick Paris, Paris, just because. You know, I don't, I don't have, I don't really give a shit. Choose one: hearts, arrows. We're going with hearts. Like, why would you not want to go with hearts? Choose a type of chocolate. I like milk chocolate, and everyone's like, milk chocolate is ass. I'm like, you're, but I'm trash, and you're apparently not trash. Dark chocolate does not taste good unless you put a lot of sugar in it. That's that's just the truth. Dark chocolate does not taste good, and the are like, it does taste good. It tastes. I'm like, I'm tasting more sugar than chocolate, so. Milk chocolate, here we go. I, someone's going to debate me in the fucking comments, I know. Uh, do you really like Valentine's Day? Uh, you know, a past me would say, Ew, no. I would never say yas. Fuck, fuck that. Uh, I'm more an IDK or it's okay. Uh, so what am I feeling right now? It's like, how's my love life? Let's Let's talk about my love life. It's Valentine's Day. Y'all stuck through this. Y'all get to see how I want to spend this. That's my love life. I mean, it's going nowhere, but it's also, I don't feel desperate. I, I, I feel good by myself, and it's like, I don't need a partner to make me feel good, and I don't need, I don't need to wait on someone or whatever. I don't feel like a damsel in distress or whatever, or that I'm like desperately running out of time or whatever. I'm like, if I meet someone, I meet someone. If I don't, I don't, you know? You know, divorce is expensive too. Weddings are expensive. Divorce is expensive. How do I feel? I'm like, do you really like Valentine's Day? It's okay. Gives me something to talk about on a podcast and other days. So, anyways, that's that. Are you excited? Did that motivate you in any way? Did that make you excited? Did it? Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? 
the vibes are on, then all of a sudden you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor Drizzly is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy to use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! Hello everyone, welcome to our next segment called Oh No, Our Table. Uh, the part of the podcast that was formerly called Ask Shweezy, but is now the part of the podcast where I answer questions that you have, that you have had, that you will have and what you uh, will discover there as well. So, anyways, let's get right into it. Let's just uh, let's go full throttle. Let's just jump into it. Do I have... Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Which one's this? Let's go full throttle. Yeah, we got. Let's go. Let's go full. Let's go full throttle. All right. First question we got here. It's in by. We don't do the names here on the show. Can I suck my own dick? What? So you're you're questioning whether or not like you if you if I give you some advice I'm just just trying to understand here the question that you're coming to me for advice how to suck your own dick. Folks, first of all, I don't know if you looked at me. I'm, I'm a, I am not uh, feeling good about my body right now. Do you need to do some more work? That is that is up there. Um, so, yeah. Can I suck my... No, I'm too fat to suck my own dick. First of all, can't... So if you're asking me, can I suck my own dick? Uh... No, I cannot suck my own dick. Um, and I'm going to guess most people don't do. The last 
You know, the last I've heard about it, Joe Rogan said he was flexible enough to be able to suck your own dick. Now, I'm a big believer in this, in saying that, uh, in the idea of, like, wanting to know, the idea of sucking your own dick. I, I genuinely think, though, if you're thinking about that, you're given a blowjob. You're not receiving a blowjob. You, you, you think, because, like, you jerk yourself off and, like, yeah, I'm pleasuring myself. But, like, if you're sucking your own dick, is that pleasuring? I mean, technically, yes, you are pleasuring yourself. But it's at a point, like, it's me giving a hand job. See, I can give a hand job to myself. That's fine. I think I can give a hand job. I, I think giving myself a blow job is different because the hand job is just, the hand job is to myself. And the blow job, I'm still sucking the dick. You know, I'm like, if I jerk, I, I will jerk a guy off. Uh, depending on where I live. I, I will do it for two months' rent. I, I probably could just jerk a guy out for two months' rent, you know? It's your hand. I'm like, it's big? I'm like, it's it's in your hand, you know? It's just like... You know, it, it's not that hard. Um, but anyways, though, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... It, um, well, you know, back in my day, there was the... There was the rumor uh, Marilyn Manson removed his spine... Was it no? It was it where he removed his ribs so he could suck his dick. It had to be his rib cage. It's it's not your spine. You can't live without your spine. I think it was both. You know, uh, I could I could try to look it up here. Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, Manson removed his ribs. It was his rib. It was not his fucking spine. Why did I think it was his spine? Um. Anyways, though, um, I don't know about removing your rib cages, uh, but, you know, honestly, uh, I, I do think, you know, I, I think I've seen a guy suck his own dick before. Yeah, I've seen a guy suck his own dick before. I've, I've seen those heavy videos. Don't fucking try to fucking talk to me about things. You're listening to me right now. Uh... This show is me having an argument with someone who can't argue back. That's that's the that's what this fucking show is. Uh, can you suck your own dick? Yeah, you got to get really flexible. You got to really understand your body. But at the same time, remember, do you like sucking dick? You know, do you like sucking dick? Because that's all you're doing. You're sucking. You're giving oral sex. You're not receiving oral sex. I think the hand the hand job is nice because you receive an orgasm, but you're also touching a dick. I think as a better equal compromise, if we're going to be honest. So, oh, here we go. We're back at it again. What? What is a di- What is a... I mean, I got to read the question. Right, I can't be like, I'm asking the question. What is a Discord kitten? What? Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Feel like a woman, a real woman. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I feel like this is. I'm at a point, in, and I think the real sad point about how we've gone to this segment of this podcast, episode one thirteen, right? One hundred thirteen episodes in, we're finally getting to this point. Where we have to admit, I'm like, I want to be hip with the kids, but at the same time, 
that evolution is too is getting too fast for me. And I'm just keeping up with internet memes at this point. Uh, but I know what a Discord get. But you know, you know what I'm trying to say here. Like I can't keep up anymore. I can't keep up anymore. Uh, Discord kitten. So, uh, I mean, if we're going to talk to my friends I play video games with, uh, I consider myself the Discord mod, even though I'm not even like the mod of the group of us gamers, you know? But I call everyone, every time I hear that Discord button, like that slog on, like, it will. Hey, kitten. You know, I'm always saying, hey, kitten, uh, because I want to keep my Discord mod status. And uh, what is a Discord mod, you may ask? You know that guy who, like, seems like he has something going on in his life, but it's also, like, he's got something going on, but I don't think he's making money off anything, you know? Uh, that's what a Discord mod is, but it's also, also a more sad life. It's worse than that. You're like, this guy, you know, is coming around, it's like... Kind of sounds like it's starting to sound like me. I'm gonna be honest with you. He he just hangs around, just listens to everyone tell stories and talks about it to the internet. Um, well, uh, a proper definition. So there's the, there's the two genders. So let's, let's remember the two genders. Uh, we got the Discord kitten, and we got the Discord mod. Now, now is there like? more kittens to a pack than mods or vice versa. Um, I feel of, of genuine kittens of the, of the kittens. We're talking, we're talking about mods or men, kittens or women, but there's probably a lot of, of people who could be mods under the category of kitten. If you know what I mean? But we're not here to judge. We're not here to judge or anything. But anyways, uh, a kitten, a kitten should be a woman, and a Discord mod should be a guy. And uh, a kitten would be like, "Ew, hey, Discord mod," or versus their name. Can I have Distro Night <laughs> Discord ni- Discord Nitro? Ew, you know shit like that. It's like, oh, kitten, you can have some. You know shit like that. And uh, Discord Nitro like is like the paid service for Discord, but I I don't know what I can actually do with it. Um, chill like that. So it was always a creepy guy with a weird younger. It's younger girl, but it's it's that concept. But it's like the internet, and we don't know who's who. You know, could it's mostly grown uh, older men. I think that's like the uh, the weird. You know, like you have your older cousin uncle brother type thing who was like that weird guy you know and i'm i'm and i i know i'm becoming that but also it's like that guy's probably a discord mod but he's like younger than us millennials so we gotta keep it we gotta, you know, we gotta keep the the shit there uh do you think people will abandon smartphones like the way millennials abandon cable tv 
Uh, I haven't had cable since 2005, moved out of my parents' house on my own, and didn't want ads and pay for cable TV. I am now feeling similar about smartphones. I am wondering if a new generation of adults will do the same. Uh, but with smartphones, I am considering getting one of those light phones or whatever they're called. I don't think my life is better with all this tech at my fingertips. Thoughts? Uh, okay. So, first thing I want to tell you is uh, the alternate phone. Uh, you can do that with your regular phone. Like, the iPhone. The iPhone is fucking great. The iPhone is a great phone. I'm not shipped by Apple or anything. Uh, there's not a lot of better, you know... Like, I've all iPhones are good. And even, like, the... And you're like, why is your iPhone bad? The question? It's really old. Like, that's the, you know... Uh, like, they can't keep up with the updates anymore. Uh... But, uh, yeah, no, this, this does seem like a nineties thing because I think I was at, I was legit at the tail end of like getting cable and I had cable for a minute cause it was better with my internet plan, you know, but like, yeah, for a while I was like, yeah, nope, no cable for us. It was, I think I was, and, you know, that's when I moved into my college apartment in 2013 and shit like that. Uh, and we just didn't have cable. That's when I stopped cause I was like, you know, because Netflix just became a thing, and like, you know, and you know, the beginning of like the cut the cord situation, people don't remember uh, the whole cut the cord situation was that it was just Netflix, and maybe you had Hulu, and people didn't like Hulu because it had ads. And then why would I play in like yo? Know, if you played for uh, like Hulu Plus, Hulu Plus had ads, and like people did not like. Why would I pay for services that didn't have if it has ads? You know, and shit like that. And it's so crazy how we went from that. And it was, like, crazy. I remember that because I had Hulu with ads. <laughs> Why well, I, I was into Hulu at the beginning. I love the Mindy Project. Like, that was, like, the earliest shows. Now, like, if you don't have Hulu, it's, like, Hulu's, like, yeah, it's Disney Plus if you want raunchier stuff, you know, <laughs> shit like that. And, you know, m my mom, she still has cable and stuff like that. After my, you know, and honestly, she's been think she's been trying to think about, like, downsizing all she wants is the hallmark channel like that's legit all she wants is the hallmark channel so yeah and we're talking about like cutting the cord and shit like that uh yeah you talk about that then you realize like i don't need like fucking a million channels i'm like i just need i just want to watch the shows i want to watch and then you figure that out and shit like that uh but will we okay but here's the question will we abandon smartphones the way we abandon millennials abandon cable tv because in our mind it was like Oh, you know, and that was like legit. You know, we talk about uh, like the era of cable TV coming to an end. It, it was very much like because, you know, now we have like Mandalorian. We have a Marvel show every week and stuff like that. But there was like a period. It was just like we dropped the inside entire season one day and you can finish it in about 10 hours. And uh, now you know about that. Have fun waiting two years for the next part. So we had that, you know, as well. So it's different. Uh, the only thing I can think about abandoning smartphones, because, like, smartphones are, like, everything we do now. Where cable TV back then, it was like, well, it was part of, like, oh, you got the news and you got, like, your weather for the day. So that's what you had your TV for or your radio for because you had to have that to, like, know the radio. Like, everyone today is just, like, no, it's really funny, like, thinking about it, because I'm just like, what? what's the weather? I'm like, I don't know, I'll just look at it on my phone, you know? But, like, you think about, like, my parents and, like, people older than my parents and people like that, and even people, you know, before the smartphone or the weather channel existed, like, 
How did they know the weather? They actually had to listen to someone. It was the craziest fucking shit. Now we're just like, I got it. I got it figured out. Um, so yeah, but like smartphones, like it's weird because smartphones did so much because you have smartphones. Okay. They replaced cable TV. You could say smartphones replace cable TV and how we view things. So we got that social media. There's multiple social media sites, uh, you know, and we use it through our phone. So it's going to be a device that maybe like, it's just in our heads to begin with, you know, and how people are going to do that now. So, uh, do you think people will abandon cable TV? Like, you know, but wait, I'm going to read the question correctly. Do you think people will abandon smartphones like the way millennials abandon, abandon cable TV? Only if the proper technology comes into existence, because the smartphone does a lot of things. And, uh, even then we need other things that our smartphones on. Like, yeah, I have Netflix on my phone, but do, is that my necessarily viewing pleasure? No. So the technology has to catch up with it, but as long as the technology catches up with it, yeah. Uh, we have a reason to replace our smartphones. Like we abandon cable TV. That's no problem at all. Woo. Okay. That's a burp. Why do many poor working class people vote against their interests? I would be very interested to hear legitimate answers. How do poor and entry-level job people end up voting for politicians and or parties that center to the rich? Um, I mean, I mean, there's a couple interesting, you know, I've been, you know, I lived in, you know, I've been living in Missouri, Kansas, and Tennessee, you know, I've lived in all those, and it's like red states, and I've generally voted blue, and I'm sorry for you people who... I get, I know, you know, I'm hanging out with friends, like, you know, he's a Democrat. I'm like, I'm not, like, I don't like their shit, but I don't, like, want to deal with fucking racist and, you know, and fascist bull, you know, fascist bullshit, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting because I'm like, because Kentucky, like, Kentucky, exactly, but Missouri's 50-50, Kansas, you know, Kansas flip-flops. and Like, you can't get an abortion in Missouri, but you can buy weed in Missouri, but... You can get an abortion in Kansas, but you can't buy weed in Kansas. So it's like, uh, why are every state I'm from, you know, fucking suck? Uh, and shit like that. Uh, and so, yeah, we're talking about, like, voting against their interests and shit like that. So uh, it goes back a long way. So you have people, so you have, like, the blue-collar working people who, who like, go to jobs and shit like that. Uh, I do know that there's one story where it's like, I guess a lot of Mexicans, you know, they migrated to the United States and some, you know, if unreal actual labor laws, it was like, they're working the jobs cheaper because in Mexico, it's more money. Those then went back to Mexico to help their family and shit like that. And so people, you know, I'm just, you know, reviewing South Park politics and shit like that. And so... Uh, white Americans were like, hey, they're taking our jobs. And the reason why they got our jobs because they do, they'll do them cheaper than we can in the United States and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And so Republicans, you know, take control of that. But it's also like, you know, I think a couple years ago, I want to say 2019, there was like a bunch of raids where a bunch of people at factories got deported and like, their kids came home from school and like they didn't know where their parents are, you know, shit like that. And, you know, there's one thing to think, like, hey, they were here illegally. They shouldn't have been here. They shouldn't have done that. Like, there's something to think about, like, there, you know. 
like, oh, these are just people. They're not real people, you know. They're like peanuts or whatever. And we got to send them back to their country. But at the same time, uh, the people who hire them aren't, you know, you know, aren't taking any criticism or aren't getting arrested and shit like that. And I was so like, qu- I was like questioning, like, how is like, are they not getting in trouble? Like, you know, like the the white people who hired all the illegal immigrants. Because, like, I've applied for jobs. Like, are you legally allowed to work in America? It's on every job application. You know, it's like, are you legally allowed? I'm like, I was born here. I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah, you know, that's how it is. And so, you know, like, oh, you're not legally allowed? Let's pay you under the table. I'm like, that's pretty fucking illegal. Um, so, yeah, that, you know, that gets a lot of people voting against that, you know, where Democrats are like, hey, we were going to tax rich people and bring it back to the people. But then the rich people are like, they're going to take money away from you because you're rich. And you're like, I'm poverty, but I'm rich, you know, and they take it away from you. And then they think trickle down. It's like, hey, if you let the rich people have all the taxes, we're just going to give it back to you, you know. So, oh, so you can either get the actual amount of money back to you or let someone else promise it to you, you know. It's yeah, it's different things. So yeah, like, you know, it's very much just tricking people into thinking that, and like, there's so much interest, and in, you know, there's the whole racism, and people in the South tend to support racism. Uh, a lot of clans in the South, and so if you get someone who's like, I don't like brown people, you know, that's how you get people against that. But I'm gonna make you poor sons of bitches uh, pay more taxes. So uh, it never really makes sense in the end. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, they'll vote against their common interest for like a passionate belief, especially like racism, Christianity. Some have both of those intertwine. That's that's very interesting. Both of those intertwine uh, very much perfectly. And uh, come on, Mark, don't be stingy. It's perfect. <clears throat> Do men not want women over thirty? I watched some video where someone was 30 inventing because she is single, no career, etc. And the comments were really mean, saying she hit the wall or ranting about how feminism destroyed women. Someone even called her an old hag. What the fuck? That's WTF. Uh, surely they are trolls, right? I was really shocked and disturbed by the comments. Should women 30 plus just throw in the towel? Apparently we are old hags. Um, I'm not going to say old hags. I'm like, my, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. This is early 20s, maybe even before, maybe when I was illegal, I thought this way. But to be honest with you, I always thought like women in their 30s, that's like my age range. It's like, they're not perfect or whatever. I don't know. I I like that shit. So I'm not going to say men not want women over 30s. Um. I do think I do think so over 30s um, because the age isn't, you know, with men, age isn't really. That's a bad sentence, but like age isn't really a number. If you're if you're R. Kelly, you really agrees to that statement, what I just said. But uh, like the the age isn't really like you're you're attracted to a woman and she's like, I'm 35. You're not like, oh, you're not fucking Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. You're like, yeah, I'm still down to fuck. You know, it's not a big deal. Like, you're still going to be doing that shit. Like, you shouldn't be afraid to be talking about that. So uh, the, the the age number is not the part I think men are worried about. When, when, when guys here, I guess, like, oh, I'm over 30. 
here's what they think about. It's not the age part. It's not even how you look. It's the how much have you been around part. Because, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily care anymore about it's like, I don't even think, you know, I'm in, I'm getting to a point in wrestling. I'm like, let's just not know each other's body counts. You know what? Let's just like pretend none of that existed. Uh, I also have to recant that in case I do get a girlfriend and we do a podcast together. That way we don't have to do that shit anymore. Um, that way we can just like lie and talk about our sexual misconducts. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think it's the 30 part. It's the idea of like, huh, I'm 30 and you're 30. Uh, what sex capades did I have? And then what sex capades do you have? And you know, it's, it's the old argument of, uh, uh was it a key that opens a lot of locks is a good key, but a locks that's been opened by a lot of keys is a bad lock. And, uh, women aren't locks, fellas, you know, they're good people. I think the idea of like women over 30, uh, I, I'm, I don't know. Let's, let's talk about the age range. If you're in your twenties and you're like, I don't want a woman over 30. You just want someone around your age. If you're 30 and you're like, I don't want to, if you're in your thirties, like 35 and you're like, I don't want a woman in her thirties. Uh, you're like, oh, I want a woman who doesn't realize I was out of my prime when I was in high school and shit like that. You know, it's like, I'm good now, I have money, you know, and shit like that. So when guys get in their 30s, they're like, if I have a lot of money, I deserve a hot chick. And uh, she's in her 30s and has three kids, and she's like, I wish they were your kids, but they're not. You know, it's not going to be that way. And then, you know, 40s, and it gets weirder and weirder from there. So... Uh, it's not necessarily, ladies, that you're 30. It's the, you know, EXP bar that comes with all that shit. So, take it easy. This is the type of guy you get. When do you know your sexual identity? Can you discover it later in life? Okay. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. When do you know your sexual identity? Can you discover it later in life? Uh, I just read the fucking title again. Sorry, folks. As in, can you be 30, 40, or 50 and suddenly discover you're gay, lesbian, etc.? Or is it something you've felt or wondered your whole life? Like, can you suddenly discover you're accidentally gay? <laughs> actually gay? I read accidentally. It's actually fucking accidentally gay. Oh, no. Actually gay. When you're 45 without any hints prior. Thank you for helping me learn. Okay. I identify as a fucking... Just let me know. I just fucking know the answer to this. I'm not a fucking veteran. Whatever the fuck you're trying to do. Um, yeah, so sexuality, I think we have to really think about it this way. Uh, you know, my, me and my brother had the same things growing up, except my parents actually liked him. So, uh, you know, him coming out as gay was weird for me because I was always the kid they didn't like, and shouldn't the gay one be the one you don't like? And then they they kind of didn't like him for a while, and then they they hate they remember they hated me, so they got back to it. Um, so yeah, is being gay? Eh, it's not that big of a deal breaker. Um, sexual identity, though. Let's talk about it. I'm going to talk about. We're not going to talk about my life. We're going to talk about being gay in your 40s or 50s. So it's like you discover it. Um, I don't know. I guess I was just blessed enough to like. Really overthink it, because I generally think, you know, because it's like, you feel like there's more gay people now than there were, like, a while ago, and I think there there had to be something about it, you know, like, 
growing up and you're like, I kind of like men, but you know, you're always kind of like, and a lot of, you know, a lot of neighborhoods and shit like that, you're just not exposed to like, oh, that's the same sex couple. We don't like them. You know, it's just like, I like men, but you know, like a man is supposed to love a woman. And you know, when like you're growing up in that fucking lifestyle, it's weird. But now like we're like educated and we're like, yeah, gay people exist. Just like bring home a guy who doesn't fucking suck, you know? You're like, yeah, you like a guy, but, like, guys don't suck that much. But then, like, you don't want your daughter to date a guy. So it's like, when your daughter's like, I like women, you're like, oh, thank God. You know, but then, like, your then your son dates a guy, and he's like, that guy's actually pretty cool, you know? Men are, men are, men are a surprise, because, like, we're the worst and the best all at the same time. Uh, identifying your sexual identity, it's like, well, you know, you have to think about it, because if you're really sexually repressed, you're like, I'm going to marry a woman, but I, like, really like guys deep down inside, and that's why you see all these people who are, like, cheating on their wives and shit like that. Because I never realized, I'm like, you know, I, you know, I like both, or, like, they never really accepted like both and, like, decided on marrying a woman. You're like, all right, no, no sex with men ever again. You know, not because I don't want to have sex with men because I'm married to a woman and I don't want to cheat, you know, and shit like that. So it's, you know, it's it's different, uh, you know, I guess when you talk about it that way, too. So, um yeah, I think it's just hard when you have a family. Like, if you're gay, if you think, if you're like, I actually like men, I'm not interested in women, but like, you've been in a weird culture where it's like, oh, yeah, just men like women, you know? Oh, that's a woman. Let's, I'll date that woman. And you're like, I'm not really that into sex with her. You know, sex is just kind of a thing, you know? And it's like, whatever. And then you're like, oh, a man just turned me on. She's like that. We're like, oh, shit, I'm married to this woman, you know? Anyways, though, uh, that answered no no one's question. Uh, your sexual identity is good. Just try not to hurt people in the process. Uh, figure that out without hurting people in the process. That's that's how it is. Man proposes and God disposes. Let's get to our last question. How do I bring my non-gamer girlfriend with no interest in gaming into the conversation? So, you got a lot of questions here. So, uh, got a girl. She says she has no interest in gaming. Now, there's a question. Does she... I'm assuming we're all well, at least young adults here. I'm, I'm a milder, older adult than the young adults. But uh, I'm going to assume you're at least a younger adult. She's not interested in gaming. Did she have a brother? If she had a brother, her brother had to play some, fucking something. He had to be into fucking something at one point in life. So, uh, she played with her and shit like that. So, see if there's anything there. Um, I would say, you know, you probably, if this is the situation you walked into, just saying that, if she's a game, she's not, she's not a gamer. She's never been a gamer, but you want to get her into gaming, but she doesn't seem like she has an interest in it. So, um, I don't know what games you're usually into. I would, I mean, my best guess. I would say Nintendo. I'm a big Nintendo fan, but, like, women like Nintendo games. Like, you know, like, a woman, like, okay, fellas, we're going to make a woman, see if a woman wants to play Overwatch or if she wants to play Mario Odyssey. She's going to pick Mario Odyssey over fucking Overwatch. One or two any day. So you got to figure out games that, like, 
you know, an actual woman would want to play and shit like that. Do you only have one console or like, are you a gamer or are you PC? Then you're going to have to get another system for her. You know, if you want to get into her game, it's good to get into a game like that. Smash brothers is a good one. Mario Kart women always, you know, women seem to like that game. Uh, what? Uh, like that. Uh, Pokemon, women can play Pokemon. Like, they legit make it for two genders, like Pokemon. And so you probably can't go with the hard shooter games. Uh, Animal Crossing, oh, every... If a woman doesn't like Animal Crossing, I'm actually concerned about her. Like, that's a mental health problem. So, yeah, I'd probably just throw her Nintendo's way because I feel like Nintendo's going to know how to deal uh, with that problem for you. But uh, if you don't like Nintendo games, you're going to have to figure that shit fucking out. Regardless, though, that's the last episode. That's the, not the last episode. That's how we're ending this episode of Can't Shoozy. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. I like that. Uh, and make sure you check out more. Uh, follow the Shweezy on social media, at the Shweezy, everywhere you get your social media music, under Shweezy, everywhere you get your music, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy, connect your Amazon Prime account, and hit the subscribe, instead of the free follow button, Patreon page, to make a generous tip jar donation, and if you're on the audio platforms, go to our YouTube page, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment on all your favorite highlights, share the highlights with all your friends, like the episodes, and uh, if you're on the audio platforms, leave a review and give a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. So, honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.